Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Partly round the wicket. It's leg side-ish. Jarrell turns it through square leg. Besso will go after it. They turn after taking one. Come back for the second. And India win the fourth test match of the series by five wickets. They go 3-1 up to take the series with one to spare. It was a hugely valiant effort by England. 192 was not an easy target. It's been a very hard-fought series, without a doubt, uh, you know, uh, and to come on the right side of it uh, at the end of four test matches uh, feels really, really good. Really proud of uh, everyone in the dressing room. Uh, you know, there were a lot of challenges thrown at us, but I thought we responded pretty well uh, to different challenges in different test matches. Uh, I thought we were quite composed uh, in what we wanted to achieve and what we wanted to do on the field. And uh, yeah, very happy. India's victorious captain, Rohit Sharma, 3-1 the series is won. There was a brief moment yesterday when India fell to 5 for 120 with the target still 72 runs away where England moved into favouritism. But Shubman Gill saw to that with a nerveless 52. Bharat Sundaresan, uh, now where would we find him? If I was having a guess, I would say in the nets at the Basin Reserve in Wellington. Net whispering. Hello to you, Barat. <laughs> Hello, Jared. You are absolutely right. I'm in my happy place, and you can uh, hear the my favorite background noise: uh, ball on bat. Uh, it just <laughs> sounds different here, though, in New Zealand, Jared. Something about the acoustics of uh, the New Zealand air. It always sounds like a ball is being mistimed. Uh, I have no idea why, but it, it's caught my eye and my ear in the last couple of days. We will have days to discuss these things, Bharat, uh, in what lies ahead. Now, we were corresponding last night, just pondering as matters got tight. Um, what was your first blush? What's your first overall reaction to India winning the Series 3-1? Look, we've spoken so much about basketball and England's approach and England's chances in this series, but uh, for me, uh, Jared, it's just a reminder of why this Indian team or Indian teams uh, in general on Indian pitches are remain quite impregnable. They're not invincible. They lose the occasional test match like they did in Hyderabad. Uh, but to win a series against India, which is why it's so special and it doesn't happen very often. And uh, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure lots have been, a lot has been written about where England floundered and where they lost opportunities in the last few weeks but if anything it was just India finding ways to win but uh, more than that just so happy to see someone like Dhruv Jorel uh, step up and what first ever wicketkeeper to from India to win a man of the match uh, or player of the match uh, in his debut series uh, and it, it kind of sums up the, the depths of Indian cricket but also 
the fact that uh, there is no a particular Indian cricketer, right? They can be of different kinds. But I think uh, just overall, just India too, too mighty uh, on their own conditions. So how powerful a demonstration has it been, Bharat, of, of that depth? And I noticed Crash referred to There was always the feeling with the rise of the IPL that India would provide just such a depth of player as to become all-conquering. And, and we've sort of waited and waited and waited as... How powerful is this moment on that front? Uh, especially to down an English team, uh, you know, with, with the backing of their media and the backing of uh, probably the rest of the world was keeping a keen eye on uh, uh, them as well, right? Like, are this English team going to provide a blueprint as to how you can defeat an India in India? Uh, and to do it with a, a, such an inexperienced batting lineup, I mean, uh, Rohit Sharma, yes, he was named captain two years ago, but, you know, he missed a lot of test cricket since. And uh, this was his second major test series as captain after uh, he hosted Australia last year. Uh, and to do it with the likes of, you know, Shubman Gill suddenly uh, in the role of a senior batter. Uh, he spoke about the nerves he had even when he made the 100 in the second test. Uh, Sarfraz Khan finally coming through. Young, uh, what well, they're four debutants in four test matches, Jared. And for this team to uh, stand up to uh, this English challenge and win pretty convincingly in the end, I think. Uh, it's, it, it, you know, they've sent many warning signs before that, uh, we are, could well be in this era of uh, mighty India. Look, I know they don't win ICC tournaments. We've spoken a lot about that. But when it comes to Test cricket, uh, there is just something very special. It also tells you that Test cricket is going nowhere because there are uh, millions of Indian kids who want to grow up and play Test cricket for India. For Shubman Gill, how significant was that innings, Bharat? As I know when last he was on the shores, he was sort of the anointed one. And there have been some... Um, there have been highs and lows in it so far. Where, where does last night's guiding India home sit for him? I think he's uh, taken uh, three steps towards becoming uh, the new king. Uh, Jared Virat Kohli was the one who anointed him as the prince uh, two years ago. And he's been sensational in white ball cricket, hasn't he? I mean, he averages over 50 uh, scores runs for fun in, in limited overs cricket. Uh, but Test cricket has been a challenge for him since he made that uh, famous entrance uh, in uh, Australia about three years ago. Uh, they've tried him as opener. We saw him make that 100 uh, in Ahmedabad on that flat pitch. Uh, but this new number three position, I think it's taken him a while, but he seems to have got his head around it finally. And he spoke about the nerves, uh, I said earlier, when he made that 100 uh, in the second Test in Wysak, uh, where he felt like you know his place was... Uh, probably uh, in doubt, uh, in, in some sort of doubt. And I think he's kind of just the way he took India home and just the way he's grown into his role. Um, you know, I, who knows how long, uh, you know, even Virat Kohli has left as a test cricketer, but it looks like finally what we all expected from Shubman Gill uh, is coming good, that he is uh, not just really good on the eye, but he's got that maturity and temperament to uh, potentially lead India to the, uh, to, to you know, into the next era. He, he is... He will, in all likelihood, take over as captain as well very soon. The English reaction. So let me play you a bit of Ben Stokes in the aftermath. You know, I think it was a great test match. Um, you know, if you look at the scoreboard, India win by five wickets. Uh, I don't think it really gives enough credit to, to sort of the game as a whole. You know, the amount of ebbs and flows, you know, every single day that happened. Um, 
And, you know, I've got to give so much credit to, you know, our spinners, uh, Tom Hartley, Shoal Bashir, to come out and put in that performance uh, throughout the whole Test match, but in particular today, you know, being exposed in situations like that at such a, you know, early start of their career, I mean, incredible. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of those two in particular, but obviously very proud of the team throughout this whole week and what they've thrown at India. They played some good cricket, Bharat. They lose the series 3-1 with one to come. They're buried low on the World Test Championship table. Where does this leave England? Uh, they'll keep telling you that, uh, you know, what, what their new approach is the best way forward and fast ball is the future. Uh, but the fact is, and Ben Stokes touched upon it there, it's his bowlers who kept them alive in this series, uh, right? Even if you go back to Hyderabad, yes, Ollie Pope played that extraordinary inning. Uh, but the senior batters have, have really disappointed. Joe Root finally got that 100 year. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, his dismissals in the series. Ben Stokes has not had a great series. Johnny Besto, well, I guess they'll give him the 100 tests next week or two weeks from now. But uh, you don't know what the, his future lies. So it's the batting that has overall let them down. And uh, I think what will, I, I don't know if Brendan McCullum and his boys even think about cricket these days in this manner, but. Uh, they've had more opportunities than most visiting teams to really put India under the cosh. Uh, and they've blown it, and generally with the bat. Uh, and, you know, to see young Shur Bashir, uh, you speak about Shubman Gill's maturity, what, playing just his second test, and uh, it was fourth of his first-class match. Uh, it, it was an extraordinary test match, but if only he had 70 more runs to, to play with. Uh, and, and yes, again, but, you know, it, it's one of those interesting things, right, Jared? If you talk about um, where England failed with the bat, but when you're up against Ashwin Jadeja and Kuldeep Yadav, who finally seems to have hit test cricket the way he was expected to when he was just 19, 10 years ago, um, you have no hiding, right? You just need to have your best day over and over again to beat India. Uh, but credit to England, they've made it uh, very, very watchable. Uh, but yeah, I can just tell you that just speaking to a couple of Australian cricketers on the sidelines, uh, they were quite cheery about which way the test match was going, even yesterday, Jared. <laughs> yes, there's a strong sentiment of that on the text message as well and a bit of head shaking around the, the baseball attitude. I think if you coldly analyse it, there, there should be a sense of lament. Is As you rightly point out, they, they had as good a shot as any touring team for a long time at taking India down and, and they haven't been able to land that blow. Yeah, I mean, they made India nervous. There were a few times in the series, even yesterday, but especially in the field. Uh, I mean, you go back to uh, that Ben Duckett innings uh, and that day's play where England finished 200 for two. Um, yes, they are 200 behind, but they, were so, they seemed to be so far ahead. Uh, that was their chance. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's difficult once you're 2-1 down or you're, you're playing catch-up in India, but at one all uh, with uh, the position they were in, that was the chance. I mean, that's where they lost, not just that test match, uh, but the series. Uh, but, but look, I mean, whether you want to call it basketball or not, uh, what they have shown the rest of the world is like you have to really take India by the scruff of their neck and uh, and push them and make them nervous, like get them into those positions. Uh, uh, and if you can, and if you can make the most of it, uh, then you can win test matches. We saw Australia do it in Indoor. Uh, Australia should have done it in Delhi. We were both there, Jared. Uh, so, I mean, there, there is, I mean, if you just leave the basketball narrative or, or just keep it aside, uh, there are some uh, lessons that I think the, the other teams can take from how England approaches. Borat, see you in Wellington tomorrow. Uh, can't wait, Jared.